This message is brought to you by the Metamorphosis Christian Center, Abuja. Ministering is the servant of God, a pastor in the house, Pastor Rotimi Uluagbohun. Remain blessed as you listen. Libra had a kiss and a Kali Hambra had a dig, a Sari hand, a Kali Kashti, Zisu Kashi, Subahali Handatani, Abrahana Kasi, Zikoshi, Subahari Handada, Ali Handaza Kabashi, Sote, Libra Hagadizu Koshi, Subra Hadali, Abrahanda Kazori Kashta, Siko, Adiandada, Aliakoshi, Subra Hadali, Zikoshi, Sundi, Marie, Kalyandada, Kasu Tima. I want you to open your hearts this morning, Libra Hakash de Sobra Hadai, and engage with the Spirit of God, Le Kasikosh de Soba Hakli Handadali Hazakadi, Ze Zokashi, so the Hebra Hadali, Ze Keshi, City Hebra Hadia, and the Dali Hadabaria, Leta Kasikosh de Soda Hali Handada, O Bahiangada, Adio, Adio, Hario, Hario, Hario. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. We worship you. We give you praise. We exalt your name. You are good and your mercy endures forever. Glory, 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 glory belongs to you. All glory belongs to you. All honor belongs to you. All adoration belongs to you. You are good and your mercy endures forever. You reign. You reign in this place. You rule. You rule in this place. Yes, Lord. We worship you. Be exalted, O oh God. Be exalted, O oh God. Oh yes, be exalted, O oh God. Be exalted, O oh God. When I think of the goodness of Jesus and all he has done for us, our very soul Shout, shout, hallelujah, praise God for saving us. When we think of the goodness of Jesus and all he has done for Father, we thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your love and your compassion towards us. Thank you, O Lord, because you alone are God and there is none other. Thank you because you reign in the highest heavens and you rule in the affairs of men. Thank you because your spirit in us and your spirit with us witnesses to us that we are children of God. Helping us to come into understanding of who you are and who we are in you. Father, we give you praise because you have brought us again to your presence this morning to hear your word, to, to receive your word, to be taught by you, to, be, uh, to study your word, to come into alignment with your will. Holy Spirit, we ask that you will lead this meeting. 
as we go into your word, you would open our eyes. Our eyes of understanding becomes enlightened. Your word brings grace to us. Your word brings life to us. Your word brings wisdom to us. Your word brings strength to us. Your word brings peace to the worried mind in the name of Jesus. Lord, we receive healing by your word. We receive strength by your word. We receive hope by your word. Spirit of God, all I ask this morning is that you transform. Thieves, do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be. Go on. The, the lamp of the body is the eye. If therefore your eye is good, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eye is bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in you is darkness, how great is that darkness? No one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love what? The other. Or else he will be loyal to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Therefore, I say to you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not, not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air, for they neither sow nor reap, nor gather into bands. Yet your heavenly Father eats them. Are you more valued than they? Which of you, by worrying, can add one cubit to his stature? So why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. And yet I say to you that even Solomon, in all his glory, was not arrayed like one of these. Now, if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Therefore, do not worry, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For after all these things the Gentiles seek, for your heavenly Father knows that this, that you need, go back please, and stay on 32, thank you. For, your, for, for after all these things the Gentiles seek, for your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. Praise the Lord. For your heavenly Father knows that you need what? All these things. In other words, he knows that you need clothes. He knows that you need food. He knows that you need water or drink. He knows that you need shelter. He knows that you have needs that are to be met. And in spite of that, looking at all of that, he still says, verse 33, seek first the kingdom of God. Can you give me the Amplified, please? Amplified Classic, if you have it. Seek first the kingdom of God. Now, okay, thank you. But aim, sorry, but seek, aim at, and strive after first of all his kingdom and his righteousness. That is his way of doing and being right. And then all these things taken together will be given you besides. 
In other words, there will be uh, what you call promo items or bonuses to the main thing. Amen. So what is the main thing? Good students. What is the main thing? Seek first the what? The kingdom of God. So in other words, what God is saying here is that you have to be aligned with me first. My way of doing things. Then you'll be able to have the right perspective in having the other things. Praise the Lord. In other words, remember when we talked about the eye being good. In other words, your perception about life has to be accurate. That's what that means. If your eye is bad, you said, how dark or how great is your darkness? We're not talking about physical blindness. We're not talking about physical sight. We're talking about the perception of the things of the kingdom. General understanding about what life is spiritually. This has a bearing in every area of our lives. And without it, people will continue to grow up in darkness. When I say grow up in darkness, you continue to live and then not experience what God has called you to be. Praise the Lord. Let's look at, um, while preparing, I got this inspired definition of what commanded abundance is all about. I would like us to put it down. Briefly, it says, commanded abundance is being blessed. Commanded abundance is being blessed with the opportunity of grace. Amen? Commanded abundance, right, is being blessed with the opportunity of grace from God to have all that you need. Amen? Commanded abundance is being blessed with the opportunity of grace to have all that you need for a specific purpose and deploying it with full and maximum understanding. Sorry, we are going to school today. Huh? So, it will be like uh, as though we are in class. Yes, we are in class. Let's go over it again. Commanded abundance is what? With what? Okay. For a specific purpose, okay. And deploying it. And deploying it with full and maximum understanding. In other words, you understand why those commanded abundances as it were, if I can use that phrase, are yours. You understand why they are coming to you if they have not yet arrived. You understand what to do with them when they arrive. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Alright, so I said, and deploying it with full maximum understanding by faith. Amen? Of course, there's nothing we do in this kingdom that is outside of faith. Right? Faith is our currency. Praise the Lord. So, by faith, to see, this is critical. We are deploying them by faith to see the defined fruitfulness. You know, I mean, you are wearing a cloth or you have a material. The 
what do you call it? The, the, the destiny of that material is to be sown. Right? If you use it, I mean, a new material, if you use it as a rag, what has, what has happened? You have misused the material. Praise the Lord. You have done what? You have misused the material. If you take your toothbrush, I'm sure every one of us has a toothbrush. And this morning, when you woke up, instead of using it to brush your teeth, you started using it to comb your hair. We have misused the use. Praise, praise the Lord. We have done what? We have misused that material or that toothbrush. So when you have a resource, when you have something with you that has been given to you, it is for a specific purpose. Everything created has a purpose. Everything. Everything, including the internet. I know a lot of us were on the internet yesterday. Some this morning. If you were not on the internet yesterday, can I see your hand? You see what I'm saying? Everybody was on the internet. So the internet is meant to be used for specific purposes. Now, depending on your heart condition, the internet can be misused. Praise the Lord. It can be done, done what with? Misused. Now, it says, faith to see the defined fruitfulness, in bracket, just put God's plan there. Because the defined fruitfulness we are here, uh, saying here is actually what God has defined it to achieve. Praise the Lord. So if you are saying you are fruitful, your fruitfulness is not an assessment or not assessed by your own view. It's actually assessed by God's view. Amen? Amen? Are you with me? So, when you say, I am a fruitful person, that is, this thing is fruitful, or this venture is fruitful, this program was fruitful, this uh, uh, endeavor was fruitful or is fruitful, who defines what fruitfulness is on that matter? God. So, you must first of all have had a premonition of what God determines to be fruitfulness as a result of that particular project before you go about it. Jesus was speaking in the book of Matthew, saying, is there anyone who would want to build a house without first sitting down to do what? Count the cost. To know whether he has enough to complete it. List, he starts and he doesn't finish. And people begin to mock him. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So in other words, um, the life that we have called to live has a defined fruitfulness. Amen? It has what? A defined fruitfulness. To use that phrase. When I say defined fruitfulness, there is a goal. There is a goal that God is expecting to receive. There is an harvest, or a harvest rather, that God is expecting to receive as a result of our applying ourselves to what he has given to us. So, when you talk about commanded abundance, um, it is part of the things that you will need to actually achieve God's purpose in your life. It is not the end. 
Amen? Somebody say, commanded abundance is not the end. Commanded abundance is not the end. My fruitfulness and pleasing God is. Commanded abundance is not the end. My fruitfulness and pleasing God is. Remember, when the talents were given to those three guys, that's Matthew 25, right? Now, one of them got five, right? The other one got two. The last one got one. The one who got five went, he traded. Somebody say trade. That's our business. So we are trading. We are all traders. If you are not a trader here, can I see your hand? Okay, nobody. We all agree we are traders. That's a good place to be. All right, so five was given to the first one. Two was given to the second one. Both of them went, they traded, they came back with double, right? And then they presented their wares or their profits and everything to their master. And what did the master say? Well done, O good and faithful servant. Come into the inheritance of your master. The two of them had the same statement from their master. So in other words, it wasn't a question of whether he had five or he had two. It was a question of what did you do with what you had? Or what you were given? Praise the Lord. Every one of us are not on the same level, yes. And when I say are not, are not on the same level, I mean that we are not given the same things to handle. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Some of us will never be pastors. Some of us will. Can I see your hand? If you think you'll be a pastor, you, you've seen it. Okay, I can see somebody raising hand. God bless you, sister. I'm purposely mentioning sister because uh, it is well. Praise the Lord. So, some of us will never be pastors. Why? Because God did not call us to be pastors. Some of us will. But knowing where God has called you is the most paramount thing. Because that is where he's going to request returns from. I said earlier that we are traders, right? So if you go out and trade, you are supposed to get returns, right? God is not a uh, wishy-washy businessman. When he trades, he expects profit. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So if he is giving us commanded abundance, he's saying, I have commanded a certain abundance for you, then know that it is a resource for you to trade with, or to enable your purpose that you might bring a return to him. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And um, unfortunately, when we say commanded abundance, some people will think, oh, money. No. Commanded abundance is not money alone. It's not finances alone. In fact, it's not material things alone. The Bible says, blessed is the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings. Those spiritual blessings are graces that he has released to us that he expects us to work with. Praise the Lord. So let not, let's, let's not be uh, uh, deceived or come into a set of mindset that 
we are looking at just physical blessings or material blessings alone. Praise the Lord. The book of... Um, okay, I've not finished that definition. Uh, it's actually a long one, but then let me just conclude the last sentence. It says, uh, we stopped at by faith to the defined fruitfulness, that's God's plan, for purpose achieved or attained with the help of the Holy Spirit. So let's leave it at that. With the help of the Holy Spirit. Of course, whatever we are doing is with the help of the Holy Spirit. We are not working by ourselves. When you hear people saying, I achieved this, I achieved that, and they don't ascribe the glory to God, they don't ascribe the praise to God, then something is wrong. Whatever we are and we would ever be, whatever we have and we would ever have, all has been by the help of the Spirit of God enabling us. And we must constantly, always, ensure we ascribe that praise and glory to God. Praise the Lord. Genesis chapter 1, verse 26 to 28. Quickly. Genesis 1, 26 to 28. Here you will see God gave us a blueprint of who we are. Where we have been cut out from. Praise the Lord. If you see a gemstone, for example, topaz or burial or even gold. Is that the only gold in the world? What you are seeing, is that the only gemstone? That particular one, is that the only one in the world? No. It was cut out of a larger chunk. Yes or yes? There is no no there, so you choose yes. Praise the Lord. So, it was cut out from a larger one. Why? Because there is more. Somebody say there is more. There is more. So when you look at a gemstone, know that it has, in quote, a parent. It has a larger chunk where it was cut out from. So when you look at each other, when we look at ourselves, when you look at your own self in the mirror, in the morning you wake up for those who have mirrors or who have mirrors and use it. Praise the Lord. Let me, let me put it that way. For those who have mirrors and then they use it. Some of us have mirrors, we don't use it. Yours truly, I'm, I'm part of you. So, Praise the Lord. Maybe occasionally. Praise the Lord. When my wife tells me there's something, I say, okay, where? Amen? Because she always tells me, okay, there's something here and I have to if she's not removing it, I will try to remember and look at the mirror. Let's leave that one aside. Uh, when you look at the mirror in the morning, what do you see? What do you see? Do you see a being cut out from the Father of Glory? Or do you see somebody who is battered and gone through stresses and doesn't see light going into the day? Do you see someone who is afraid to move the next step? Or do you see someone who is engraced to climb mountains? The life that we have been called to live is filled with challenges, we know. Jesus said it. He said, my peace, I live with you. 
not as the world lives, gives rather. In this world, you would have many, it didn't mean words. Jesus did not mean words. He's very honest, sincere about what he tells us. Praise the Lord. So he says, in this world, you do what? Have many tribulations. Some people don't like that word, tribulation. They like maybe challenge or uh, situations. You know, okay, situation is more, is more friendly. Tribulation. You will have tribulation. That is standard. Praise the Lord. Let's just face the facts. Hmm? Don't mind me, but we just have to be real. We will face tribulations, Jesus said. But he said, be of what? Good cheer. Now, how do you, how do you look at that phrase, good cheer? Can you be of bad cheer? Yes. Be of good cheer. In other words, have a disposition to life that is filled with joy and peace. Praise the Lord. Someone who is having good cheer, someone who is cheerful, there is something that is enabling that state of mind. Or there is an understanding that that person has that is enabling that state of mind in spite of what has happened to him or her. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Our disposition to life is really about our heart condition. In Genesis chapter 1, verse 26, the Bible says, let, Then God said, Let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, over all the, excuse me, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. Go on. So God created man in his own what? Image. And in his, okay, in the image of God, he created him male and female. He created them. Then God blessed them. Say, God blessed them. Say, God blessed them. God blessed me. Say it. God blessed me. And told me, be fruitful. Multiply. Fill the earth. Subdue it. Have dominion. Over the fish of the sea. Over the beds of the air. And over every living thing. That moves on the earth. Is that your reality? This is not motivational speaking. Praise the Lord. You know, there's a way you can go into motivational speaking mode and you begin to say, yeah, we can do this. You can climb mountains with one leg. Okay. (laughs) Praise the Lord. This is not motivational speaking. This is the word of God. This is what God has said concerning you, concerning me. So, our heart disposition to what God has said is the critical thing. Let's move on. Number one, it is man's destiny or divine destiny to live in abundance. Nothing short. Say nothing short. Nothing short. It is your destiny to live in what? Divine, or rather, it is your divine destiny to live in 
abundance. It was the determination of God the Father, the Son, and the Spirit that they said, let us create man in our own image. They are living in abundance. Don't you think so? Omnipresent, omnipotent, omniscient, omniscient, omniscient. Praise the Lord. Whichever one you want to choose. But the truth is, the abundance that God has cannot be exhausted. My father has an abundance that cannot be exhausted. I don't know about you. You see, there are students and there are students. Praise the Lord. God has created us for his own purpose. Out of himself, he cut us out and said, you are my image and you are my likeness. You are to live my existence on earth. You are to carry my glory. You are to carry my name. You are to carry who I am. Now, let me, let me, let me do a digression. Remember, man is spirit, right? He has a what? And he lives in a So, what is man primarily? We have a lot of good students in class today. God bless you. So, man is primarily what? A spirit. And a spirit, can you see a spirit? Can you see a spirit? Now, if you can't see a spirit, that is is existing in the spiritual realm. Right? Spirits exist in the spiritual realm. Or they exist in the supernatural. That is above the natural. Right? So, whether we are alive or we are dead, we are living out purpose. When the Bible talks about um, Hebrews, I think that's Hebrews uh, 11 or Hebrews 12. talking about whenever we gather the, 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 the saints or God, yeah, the saints gathering with us. Saints that are gone gathering with us. It means that we are not alone. There are beings. There are spirits of just men made perfect in our midst. Praise the Lord. That's apart from angels. That's apart from God the Father, the Son, and the Spirit. And our realities of interaction must not be outside of this as well. I'm talking about how you relate with this uh, 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 scope of understanding. So the abundance we say we are enjoying, or the abundance we say God is giving to us, is not also outside of this scope. In the book of Ephesians chapter 1, verse 17, it said, I will give you the spirit of what? Wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. There are things the Lord will show you in your dream or in visions or while you are awake, you have trances or something that the natural eye cannot see, but then that will give you ideas and wisdom on how to solve natural problems. 
Praise the Lord. That is part of what we are talking about. Commanded abundance. When you have ideas that blow the mind of women, when you have ideas that go beyond the normal, go beyond the natural, praise the Lord. So, number two, he has given us the capacity and the ability uh, as men, which is now translated to accountability and responsibility. We can't live as we are without capacity and ability. If we say you have been cut out of God himself, that is, you have been healed out of him, that means you have attributes that he has. Yes or yes? This means that there are things that um, inherently exist in God, character traits that are also in us. Now, between creation and now, a lot has happened. Man fell, right? God knew that man would fall. He prepared the lamb, that's the Lord Jesus, to die, even from the foundations of the world, for the reconciliation or redemption of man back to him. Amen? But this time, there is that aspect of it not being bogueru. When I say bogueru, that is, when you just come into the world, you are now still part of the kingdom. No. There is the aspect of understanding what Jesus did. There is the aspect of receiving and believing what he did and then coming into the kingdom before you can access the commanded abundance. So, there are levels. Somebody say there are levels. Now, levels in the sense that even when you come into the kingdom, that is, you are born again, there is the aspect of you also believing that this commanded abundance is actually yours. There are so many believers today living and walking on the face of the earth who do not know that the commanded abundance that Christ paid for, somebody say it has been paid for, is actually available to them. And so we live mediocre lives. We live below what God has created us. Somebody say no. Somebody say no. I won't live beyond, or below rather, what God has created me to be. These are confessions, these are affirmations that we must tell ourselves when you look at that mirror. That I am the image and the likeness of my Father in heaven. I must not live below what this means. You know, our understanding of what it means is progressive. Somebody say that. Our understanding of what it means is progressive. In other words, our understanding of what uh, God meant when he said, you are created in my image and in my likeness. It is progressive. So as you are growing in knowledge, you are saying, this knowledge, I will apply it. I will leave it. I will not let it pass me by. It's like having a car, all right, and then going around with your legacy's bends. There is fuel. There is no traffic. No excuse. You can drive by grace. Praise the Lord. And then you are going around jumping from Okada to Okada. There are provisions. Somebody say there are provisions. 
There are provisions. And we cannot live lesser than God's provision. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10. Open it up, uh, media. We'll close here and then we'll continue the second service for those of us who will be part of it. Ephesians 2, verse 10. Please bring it up in the Amplified Classic. Okay. It says, For we are God's own Andy work, his workmanship recreated in Christ Jesus. Remember, we were initially created. When Adam was created, it's only once that Adam, uh, sorry, man was created, right? So from then on, reproduction took place, right? No other person came and said, I am the second or third Adam. No. Jesus was the second Adam. Or is the second Adam, rather. And then, of course, he did the work that he needed to do and gave us the access to become children of God by believing in his death, resurrection, and ascension into heaven. Praise the Lord. So, recreated in Christ Jesus, that is born anew, born again, in spirit. When he's talking about recreation, he's talking about your spirit, not your physical body. That we may do those good works which God predestined, that is planned beforehand. So, in other words, there are a lot of things that God has planned beforehand that each of us have to do. Amen? For us taking parts which he prepared ahead of time. Which he prepared ahead of time that we should walk in them, living the good life. Somebody say living the good life. When you hear live the good life, what do you think? Think of. Some people will tell you, ah, living the good life. I'm at, uh, maybe, where, 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 where would I call now? Seychelles, uh, yes. I'm at Seychelles. Um, by the beach with some coconut drink and they're lying on the beach chair, umbrella on top of my head with sunshade and you're sipping your chair, sorry, your coconut drink and you say, I'm living the good life. Some people are already fantasizing. I saw, I saw somebody doing like this. Praise the Lord. Some people want to go to Dubai. If you are going to Dubai, let me see your hand. Ah, some people don't want to go to Dubai. Say, our local. Thank you. Praise the Lord. All right. So you are living the good life. Well, it's part of it. Amen? It's what? It's part of it. You can go and chill. As they say, chillax. Chill and relax. You bring it together, it's chillax. Eh? Living the good life which he prearranged. Bible says in 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 17, that he has given us all things to enjoy. So, going for Sichel's trip is part of the good life that he has given us to enjoy. Praise the Lord. Aha. So, let's leave that one by that side. But let's focus or major on the major and then minor on the Minor. Minor is still, we are still going to do minor, but major is the major. Praise the Lord. All right, so living the good life which he prearranged and made ready for us to live. In other words, we can't say that we are actually living 
without doing what he has called us to do. A car cannot say it has started performing what it should as a car without moving forward. Praise the Lord. Is a car permanently meant to move backwards, be on reverse? No. It's only a few times in the life of a car that it will do reverse, right? Permanently supposed to be forward ever. The Lord grant us understanding in Jesus' name. The help of the Lord is available to us and we can only align with him to be able to attain or begin to achieve those things that he has set for us to do. There's so many opportunities out there for you to do the good works that God has called you out to do. He called you out. Colossians 1.13 Delivered us from the kingdom of darkness and translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. In other words, you have been moved for a specific purpose and we will fulfill our purpose in Jesus' name. Let's bow down our heads. Father, we thank you. Thank you for your word that has come to us. We receive your word. We ask, O oh Lord, that all that we have heard, our hearts understand. Your light continues to expound these words in our hearts, and we receive it with gladness in Jesus' name. We grow thereby, and the fruit abound in the name of Jesus. We come to a place where life is not a struggle for us. Life is not endurance for us. Life is actually cheerful. We are living the life that you have called us to live. Lord, we ask for grace. That we do not walk by sight, but rather by faith. We do not walk by the fears that the enemy wants us to have, but rather by the boldness that your spirit gives to us. To achieve the things of the kingdom as it has been written concerning us in the volume of the books. We come into strength. We come into grace. All glory be unto you, Father. All adoration be unto you, Jesus. Thank you, O Lord, because you have heard us. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. This message is brought to you by the Metamorphosis Christian Center, Abuja. We believe you were blessed as you listened. Join us for a Sunday service at Metamorphosis Christian Center, Stanford Dialysis Building, beside Africa International College, opposite Sun City, Kaura District, Abuja. You can link with us on Facebook and YouTube at Metamorphosis NG. Metamorphosis Christian Center, reaching, raising, releasing.